0: Monika Bajaj is a seasoned engineering leader with over two decades of industry experience building and scaling global diverse teams across the consumer and enterprise space. She is currently vice president of engineering at Okta, where she leads the developer experience portfolio for their customer identity cloud for developers and SaaS applications. Monica brings in decades of industry experience across various tech industries, and has been successful in building global diverse teams and scaling technology across multiple industries. Prior to Okta, Monica led engineering leadership roles at Workday, UKG, Perforce, and NetApp, primarily in the space of consumer, enterprise, infrastructure, and security. Monica earned a MS in computer science from IIT Mumbai in India and out of work. She is very active in programs around mentorship, diversity and uplifting women and young girls. She has won several awards and numerous accolades and to name a few, a mentor of the year 2021 award. And she has been recognized as top 60 women technology leaders by the Girl Geek X community, where she has also served on the board as technology and chief compliance officer for women localization, for their GDPR and security initiatives. She also enjoys outdoors, hiking, painting, and trying various cuisines of the world. This is the Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a better future. Friends, I am your host, Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional, but on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Through the Guiding Voice, successful leaders like Monica Bajaj share their knowledge and wisdom with the world so, that our audience will acquire more knowledge and wisdom by tuning into our platform per every minute than any other podcast in this space, because we drive conversations that matter and conversations that add value to your life and to your career. Thank you so much for joining me. And we are extremely pleased to have Monica <coughs> part of our journey. Monica, super excited to have you part of our journey. And hearty welcome to the Guiding Voice.
1: Thank you TGV and Naveen Shamla for having me on the Guiding Voice podcast series. I'm super excited and let's get started.
0: Sure. So Monica, you had decades of experience and you are one of the celebrated women leaders who people are looking up to, right? So I was really impressed by going through your profile and for the benefit of our audience, probably you can briefly touch about the various milestones in your career journey.
1: Definitely. So I'm originally from India, from a city called Indore, which is in the central part of India. And uh, I did my high school and undergrad in engineering from Indore and my master's in computer science at IIT Mumbai, uh, which was indeed a turning point in my career. I taught for a few years as a faculty and then decided to join the tech industry in India, later came to U.S. on an assignment like everyone used to do during those days and uh, started my career as a full stack developer. Stayed as a developer for almost a decade, more than a decade, I would say. And uh, then uh, in early 2005, I joined, I got an opportunity to join a startup as a developer and uh, as a people management leader into the management side. And that's where my journey into the world of management uh, started. So as I embarked on this challenge, I realized that people management, and building teams is something I truly, truly enjoy. And since then, I've never looked back. I've been fortunate that as I moved from one industry to another, I was able to develop my engineering management experiences and align with the business needs as well. I have had great opportunities in the space of engineering leadership, working for startups, mid sized and giant tech companies like Cisco, NetApp, Workday, to name a few. Uh, And currently, I'm serving as a vice president of engineering at Okta, which is an identity and a security company.
0: I think it is one of the most happening companies. And in (laughs) fact, uh, (laughs) I'm hearing a lot of great stuff about the company. And uh, you got an impressive uh, career background. Now, Monica, I'm really curious to understand what are three things that have helped you to be, to emerge and evolve as a successful engineering leader. Right, mm-hmm. and, and you have been serving global teams, and you're passionate about this management. But how did it all happen? What are three things that contributed?
1: So very simple. One is being comfortable while being uncomfortable, which means that if you know your space and you feel that, hey, I'm very, I find myself very uncomfortable in the situation, don't run away from that. Make sure you have a goal uh, to be comfortable in that uncomfortable situation, which means that you have to stretch, you have to learn and you have to assess your potential, which is really important. That's where you get tested. The second one is being a good listener, a learner and a good observer, because having being a great observer is really important. You never know. You meet so many people in the world. You need to observe and learn from them. And build relationships and lean onto your network, which is, I learned very later in my career, but I can tell you that's the most, most important thing.
0: That's amazing. And uh, being comfortable with uncomfortable and also most importantly, networking is going to play a critical role. So these are certain important aspects. Now, let's talk about your journey as a women leader, because we Mm -hmm. come across uh, several different stories that women leaders face challenges on day-to-day basis and also i also am interested and curious to understand what kind of challenges you faced and how did you overcome them
1: sure the biggest challenge that most of the women face is being judged right being doubted of their caliber and that's where the bias comes into play like whether the women can solve technical problems or she's capable uh That's the question. And I've personally experienced this many times in my career, in my life. But the only force that kept me going was to disprove that group of people, right? So that's really important. Here is a story I'm going to share here is like early in my career when surviving, while surviving being a woman of color and an immigrant, both was extremely, extremely hard. And this goes back almost 15 years back Um, when I got my first break as an engineering manager. As usual, I was super excited because it was a growth. And um, I was moving from a role from an individual contributor to a manager. And so after a year, my my VP went back to India and came back, called me in the room and to share his perspective about the trip. And during the conversation, he told me that as a woman of color, I don't deserve a leadership position. Basically, the exact words were like, in India, I haven't seen many women in leadership, so how can an Indian woman become a leader? And you may think that it's coming from someone who was an old school, but this individual was a Silicon Valley executive. Very shocking, surprising. It almost broke my heart, but I did not stop myself and shared my perspective with Data because that how women are doing really well back home. So rather than respecting my opinion, the next day he moved me to a different organization with no reports. I was in tears. My confidence was shattered. The concept of mentors and sponsors did not exist at that time. So I had nobody to tell how I'm feeling, what I'm going through. However, in that moment, as much as I was sad, that incident fueled a fire in me. And it's alive till day, as you can see when I'm talking, because I want to disprove such kind of people. I want to disprove this person, his bias. And trust me, it's not easy. It's very hard. So till today, I continue to push myself. And sometimes it is really hard because I feel I'm not done yet. And this incident had a deep, profound impact on my life. While I dusted off, it always continues to get me thinking how I want to impact other people's lives and what kind of leader I want to be when I grow in my career. Yeah,
0: it's sad to hear that kind of scenario and maybe... It is lack of maturity of that particular leader, I would say. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm glad you successfully overcame that and you are living probably your dream and you are inspiring the rest of the world, which is a good thing. So I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So, Monica, now let's talk about leadership. So, in general, mm-hmm. everybody has their own definition. So, what is leadership in your opinion? And what have you learned not to do from your leader?
1: Well, I'll keep it very simple. Uh, In my opinion, uh, leadership is not about title or designation. It's about the influence, the inspiration, and the impact one makes wherever they are in the point of their life. Most important, being self-aware, right? Being self-aware as a leader is really important. Many leaders use their titles as a way to use their power, their authority, and There is zero empathy empathy in that conversation, right? Leadership has to be with purpose, with passion, with patience, and with perseverance. These are really four important traits. Most important, if you are capable as a leader, please continue to pay it forward to make this world a much better place. Because your leadership is not just confined to your teams, but if you are a true leader, you have to influence the society around you, the people around you so that they can learn it and take it back further. It's like spreading the love, right? So that's the way you want to do.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Monica, you said you're not done yet in, in the sense mm-hmm. um, you want to scale bigger and bigger heights and inspire the community around not just work-related, but you've been doing a lot of activities in the community as well. So mm-hmm. I'm really curious To understand who inspired you to take up these leadership positions,
1: well, I cannot recall a single name, but the only thing I can tell you that kept me moving so far was the advice from my mother when I was growing up. She always told me one thing always ask and always take on new challenges. Worst case, what is going to happen? Somebody will say no to you, or you're going to fail, which is totally fine because when you fail, I would say it's an opportunity to learn different things, right? So what has driven me so far is the faith that people had in me to give me those opportunities from time to time and the relationships I've invested in and the rest is all believing in yourself. So that's really important. It's like you give me this challenge and I will find my way to make it happen. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but I always learn in those journeys.
0: Well. So profound and uh, let's move ahead and talk about you being a technology leader and mm-hmm. uh, you've been in the tech industry for little over three decades if I remember correctly or close to three decades and how this tech has evolved as per your career journey and do you want to share any insights in terms of where, where was technology world when you started versus where it is today?
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. Um. Uh... So I'll tell you, I started my career as a faculty in computer science after I finished my master's at IIT Bombay. And that was a game changer, as I said. Resources were very limited. I remember working on big BBC micro machines and uh, Windows machines. Uh, My introduction to the world of tech being accessible happened when I was at IIT. That was the first time I was able to send an email and it was a thrill. I was on the top of the world that I'm able to connect to the world, right? Then I moved to Silicon Valley, which was full of companies, semiconductor industries. That's why it was called a Silicon Valley. Had great opportunities working for startups and midsize and Cisco and NetApp um, companies, Workday. Tech has evolved so much in the last 15 to 20 years that it's mind-boggling, I would say. Sometimes it's harder to keep up with that space. And some of the things I want to talk about is cloud technologies, on-prem to cloud SaaS is the new model of the business. Everybody, every company wants to be a software company. Software as a service too. When you talk about devices, uh, think of Internet of Things as a network of physical devices like handheld, gadgets, vehicles, home appliances, or any kind of electronic item with embedded software or technology. It's connected together. So much data is being exchanged all across the board and you don't even know what data is being captured all around you, about you. With that tracking all over the place, it comes with its own challenges, uh, like security breaches, hacking. Security has become a table stake now right from inception of the software till we ship it. So secure by design. Social media platforms never existed. There was no LinkedIn, no Facebook when I came in, but the evolution of social media is enormous. Content is the king these days. Everybody lives, it's a digital world. And in this hybrid world, COVID happened. And so you can see like more and more digitization came into play and uh, cutting the cord kind of, it's an era of video streaming now. We are talking today, like, you know, nobody thought that we would be able to do this years back. Um, then AI and ML uh, you know, artificial intelligence, machine intelligence are now embedded every single where, you know, everywhere, which used to be a lot topic of research. I remember I did my undergrad in natural language processing, NLP. Nobody was ready to give me a job at that time. But today it is every company has their it in their portfolio. Sometimes there's a marketing mechanics as well that we are doing AI and ML. The other part which came into picture is design and usability. Nobody used to talk about user interface, UX, accessibility, all that stuff. Now it is like, again, super critical for any any product to succeed in the market. Uh, Data. If you look at data, data has become the king. And data quality, data analytics, data storage, everything is like on top. More compute power, which is really important. And that is the key because now storage is very cheap and much more. So as I touched in different areas from consumer to enterprise to data, you can see how technology is evolving and it is not stopping. So you just have to be aware about how things are moving around you.
0: Yeah, that's a great summary. You touched almost every bit of it, Monica. Now, mm-hmm. uh, I'm really curious how you keep yourself up to date on the technologies as an engineering leader. I think you are expected to propose some alternatives and I'll always be in the know, right? So how, how mm-hmm. what's your uh, uh, secret sauce?
1: There is no secret sauce, to be honest. I try my best. <laughs> I'm I'm an avid reader and a writer. So I follow industry blogs, um, attend conferences, sometimes present at the conferences. Listen to technology podcasts. I'm a user of LinkedIn because I have only one social media, by the way. So it has a lot of topics or pointers to the topics, uh, tech and non-tech both. And uh, engage in tech forums with other leaders because there is only so much time in the day, right? I mean, apart from your job. And if you want to grasp like quick nuggets, uh, you need to connect with these engineering leaders, across different industries and just be curious, right? Because if curiosity is there, you will always, always learn. Moving
0: ahead. So, Mm -hmm. Monica, generally many women, right? They aspire to grow in the industry as tech leaders and they will be curious to understand some tips from you as a seasoned technology leader. So, what will be Mm -hmm. your advice to them in terms of balancing the work life so that they can take bigger and bigger responsibilities on the work side?
1: I'll tell you when it comes to balancing, whenever people talk about work-life balance in my world or in my definition, there is no such concept. You define what works the best for you, right? There has been a lot of conversation, a lot of articles around, especially when it comes to women like work-life balance. I always tell them, do what is best for you and how you negotiate at home with your family, how you negotiate at work. And don't try to be perfectionist. Because whenever you try to be perfectionist, there is always a challenge. And there is no such word called perfectionist. It is again in a perception like, oh, I want to be perfect and do this thing, which takes time, right? Yeah. I always believe in progress over perfection uh, because that's super, really important. There are three things which I will tell people. One is again, going back, being comfortable while being uncomfortable and embrace the challenges as opportunities for you because that's really, really important. Don't run away from the challenges. The second thing is always, always take time to invest in yourself as a personal and professional level both because it's really important. I do invest in my personal goals as well, like whether it's learning about finance or learning about gardening. And at a professional level, if I have some topics I want to deep dive into technology or strategy, I do invest time on that. And then defining yourself, who you are, right? How you want to be perceived. What is your brand? So that's really important. And trust me, all these three things doesn't happen overnight. It takes years, years of work, but the consistency is super important. So make things consistent for you. So that's, that's the critic. That's the crux of the advice I would give.
0: Such a profound advice and <laughs> all the women leaders and aspiring women leaders from TGV community. I'm sure this is going to help you. And uh, thank you so much, Monica, for that advice. And But this conversation has been so serious. We are talking about leadership, <laughs> technology and all. I would like to share the other side of Monica with our audience. So let's uh, get into a quick rapid fire round, Monica. If you are okay, let's sure. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Alright, so let me find the first bullet. What is the best dream in your life?
1: Well, to be able to write a book one day.
0: Wish you all the best. It's not that difficult. I'm sharing out of my experience because we are going to release our first book very shortly.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: Yeah. And what is the best piece of advice that you have received so far?
1: Well, never give up and hold on to your challenges. Hold on to your things like Mumbai train. (laughs)
0: moving ahead
1: and this can was it, given to me by one of my professors when i was at iit bombay that getting into iit is like a mumbai train but getting out is you need to hold yourself and get at the get down at the right station so that's yeah. why this quote <laughs>
0: sticks to me in, interesting metaphor actually mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving ahead, true. yeah it is yeah it is indeed so can you describe yourself in just one word
1: uh creative
0: And is there anything that you would like to correct in your past?
1: Definitely, definitely. Had, I wish I had more fun rather than being focused on academics and grades. I did have fun, but not as much as I see my kids having fun these days in college. So (laughs) I would say that.
0: Yeah. And and, uh, last one for the rapid fire. Is there any Uh electronic gadget that you'd like to see or invent yourself?
1: I do not know whether I can invent myself or not, but I definitely would love to have a transporter like Star Trek because I'm a big fan of Star Trek.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure most people uh, must be thinking about this, but it might uh, become a reality one day. I hope. I hope. (laughs) All right. So fantastic rapid fire, Monica. Now uh, let's flip back to the mainstream. And uh, before I let you go, one final question. For today's conversation, what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make beginner careers or lives?
1: If you are making like big leaps in your career or even in your any stage of your career, I would say always be comfortable while being uncomfortable because this doesn't apply at any given stage in your career. It applies whether you're an early stage, mid stage of your career or you become an executive it applies everywhere because every role has its own challenges and you learn a lot during that journey.
0: Such a profound advice. Be comfortable while being uncomfortable. Awesome. So thank you so much, Monica. And I really appreciate all the insights that you have shared. It is going to add a lot of value to the TGV community. And uh, this has been a fabulous conversation. Thanks for your time and really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thank you, TGV. And thank you, Naveen, for having me on this podcast. I'm glad our paths crossed. So yeah. thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Pleasure to host you. And uh, folks, uh, before we move into the trivia section, here is a request to you. In case if you haven't subscribed to us, please subscribe or follow from the app where you have tuned in from. Also, if possible, request you to leave a rating or review on Apple Podcast or Spotify. And if you have loved this conversation and enjoyed the episode, request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from The Guiding Voice. Thank you so much in advance. Now, let's cruise into the trivia segment of today's episode. We had a powerful women leader, Monica, joining us today, sharing her career journey and the kind of challenges that she has encountered in her career and how she keeps herself up to date in terms of embracing new technologies and also new concepts that are evolving in the market. Today, I would like to present trivia about women leaders. And uh, as per a study by KPMG on women and leadership, they found that 82% of professional working women believe interacting and networking with female leaders will help them advance their career. And about 86% of the women reported that when they see more women in leadership, they are encouraged to get there themselves. And uh, 91% of the working women reported that it's important to them to be a positive role model for younger women in the workplace. That's why we brought you a wonderful leader, Monica Bajaj, in today's episode. Likewise, in case if you have any women leader, if you are aware of any women leader, please uh, tag them on social media and I would be happy to invite them and interview on our platform. So that's all for today, guys. And uh, thank you so much for joining me. In case if you have any topic recommendations, you can reach out to me through social media. You know where to find me. Just search for Navin Samala on any socials. I am there. And you can also alternately email me at theguidingvoiceforyou at gmail.com. I am your host Navin Samala. Just a fellow IT professional, but a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Until next time. Bye-bye. See you all in the next episode with another wonderful speaker.